Aaron, you starting it, right? Yeah, I guess so. This is your baby, dog. This is what you've been wanting to do for the last eight years of your life. All right, so we good then. We good to go. Ready? <clears throat> I don't. I don't, like. I don't really know what I want to do. Like, I really don't want to go crazy like that. I just want to be like. You don't, don't have know. to go crazy. You don't have to be like super high energy or like, yeah. go. I was gonna say, if it feels more natural for you to just do the drop later, like you know what I mean, like no, 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 you we could just jump into a conversation. You don't have to necessarily. I could do it. I'll count myself in. (laughs) Three, two, one. What it do? It's the new. uh, It's the new (laughs) politics. I was gonna say what it do. Nah, nah, not what it do. That's why. Three, two, one. Rent it up like Forrest Gump, mixed with Hussein Bolt But you never really made it back, you kept paving waves When I spin the globe, I'm connected across the map I'm a walking business brand, I'm a mogul with LLC What you telling me? What up everybody? It's the No Politics Podcast No Politics, we in this It's your boy Faking No Moves It's your boy Eric BNYC your boy working genius. We in here. Yes, what it do though? The boys are back in town. Yeah, <laughs> Took a couple months sabbatical, you know. Came back. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the usual. Nah, yeah. but you know, when when you're trying to perfect something, you know, takes time. Facts. Want to make sure everything's in order. Want to do it right. Facts, facts. But yeah, man, how y'all been? How's your new year? Happy New Year and shit, you know. 2022 oh man i'm just starting off the year right with covid just getting over that mm, <laughs> classic way to start the year off word word might as well nowadays, you know nowadays well. if you don't start the year off in january with it it ain't real yeah. <laughs> I've, been duck- I've been i've been ducking it for almost two years so you know it was my time got Damn. that chat. do you do you feel like you you relaxed a little bit and like like thinking back like did you relax a little bit and and that's why you might have caught it or it was just random chance i mean compared to how it started and how i was yeah definitely a little bit of relax but not in a reckless manner i really don't even know how i got it to be honest with you (laughs) like like i work from home i've been working from home from almost like two years now so it's like like the only people that i really see on a regular basis are my parents and my brother and they don't really see anybody for the most part. So and it's like had it? my my brother had it. My parents have uh, tested negative. So that's good. We'll see what happens. But but yeah, nah. I just mostly a cold. But it's, it was interesting I'll, to start it off like that. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of felt like I'm glad I got it out the way. <laughs> In a way, okay. I, I got it. I survived. You, uh, yeah, you saw how your body handled it. You was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. I had it. I, I, I was doing real good too. Same thing. But then I just broke for Mother's Day. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's go. We're going to go eat, you know? And we went to eat literally like five days, four days later. 
I'm fucking eating and I can't taste. Well, things tasted funny. Now I couldn't taste. Things tasted funny and shit, but I can't taste right now. Got no smell or taste. It's like Damn. it's barely like a faint, like very very like I could taste like something if something's like bitter or like salty or something, but like it's not a really a defined taste. It's hard to explain. But it's not a bad taste, right? It's just a no taste kind of thing. It's more no taste. It's okay. more no. Taste. Some people, some people get it where it's a bad taste. Yeah, really? like I, like I heard people who have like their favorite shampoo is like some lavender smelling thing, and then it's like it smells like sulfuric acid and shit. Like after they had COVID, if they yeah. lose their sense of smell, like it's in certain people for whatever reason, like the the senses end up turning certain things that smell one way and it kind of gets like all out of whack. Word. You know, it's crazy because you got 2022, you got it. 2021, I had that version of it where shit tasted funny. My mom had the 2020 version of it. And to this day, she says like soda kind of tastes funny to her still. Mm. Yeah, you know, some people, some people, their taste it takes a while. I was gonna ask you, Aaron, like how long did it take before your taste was <clears> back normal? Well, see, because like, so, like soda, I like to drink soda, so like it tasted funny. But then I like it, Pepsi or Coke or some shit like that. But then I tried Mountain Dew; it tastes normal. I don't know, maybe Mountain Dew is made differently or something. Even to this day, it is a different soda. Nah, 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 not to this day. Um, so I was still kind of drinking soda, but I was drinking juice. Juice tastes normal. Regular food, like food, tastes normal to me, except for like wings. Then um, I was eating soup and shit, fucking ramen noodle shit, like shit like that. Damn, I'm cursing a lot, right? <laughs> nah, but <laughs> I didn't even notice. Nah. God, God forbid the wings taste different. <laughs> no, the wings were the only thing tasting different. Damn. But then, um, because I love wings, but that and weed tasted different. But then I, I, I was good. Like I, I've quarantined and I like didn't do nothing. I was just drinking juice, eating soup. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to relax and chill. By the day they said I was supposed to be normal, like taste was normal. Like I bought wings and shit the day like I was free to go out out of quarantine. I was like, I'm gonna try some wings. It was good. So how many days approximately was that? I want to say it was approximately like ten days later. Ten like days. Ten days. Okay. Yeah. And then um, soda was still a little funny. It took like a couple extra days. Um, on the ten day I smoked weed. Tasted funny. Ten days from the time you tested positive, or ten days from the time that you felt symptoms. Ten days from the day I tested positive. Mm, Okay. So it was probably like literally like the two weeks probably that they was telling me to quarantine that it takes or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Ten days quarantine, four days they say I must have had it. That's what they approximated it because I started feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that, but so it's, but that's what I'm saying. The only thing was the soda, a little more than that, those days, probably like an extra week. So almost a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. I've been fortunate enough not to get it at all. Thank God. Knock on wood. I don't even, I don't even like talking about not having gotten it. 
because I don't mm. even want to put like like mm. we on we on topic, so I gotta mention. Yeah, but yeah. I I over change the topic though. Fuck that topic. <laughs> I'm, I'm, over, I'm overly cautious, so I'm just you know, I, the chances of me getting it aren't high just based on the fact that I don't go out much. I try not to see people. I'm real strict about it, so I just I'm hoping I'm gonna just keep that up until. Mm-hmm. Until I feel confident, like I could go out and shit is real under control. Like, but since the holidays just passed, I was like, I'm not seeing nobody. That's a part of why we had to kind of delay the podcast too. And content is like, people, everybody was getting it. So it was yeah. like, you know what? I'm just not seeing people. I'm shutting it down. I didn't see nobody for New Year's. And this holiday season that just passed was more so than any of the holidays where people were like, fuck that. Like, we're going to see our family, I feel like. Yeah. Because you know? we had just come off of two straight years, uh, not two straight years, but pretty like much. two full oh. years of not really being able to see people. Almost. Yeah. So like 20 something months of not really being able to see each other comfortably. So yeah, facts. people were kind of just like, fuck it. Thanksgiving. I saw yeah. all my Christmas, family yeah. pretty much for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I thought Christmas for sure. No, I was going to say, I thought for sure that I was going to get it earlier because um, was it in November? We threw my dad a surprise birthday party, and there was like twenty people in the household. Did you did you have did you have him blow his candles out? He did blow his candles out. And I when was, we was doing when we was doing birthdays uh, during in. the pandemic, nobody was blowing their can- Nobody was allowed to blow their candles out. Oh, That's man. how we were. not me. I blew all my candles out for my yeah. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he jumped in there and it sounded mad nasty how he said that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I blew all my candles out. <laughs> oh, not me. Not me, B. On my birthday, I'm, I'm blowing my candles. Yeah. Nah, but it was like. 20 people there everybody was vaccinated who was there but that don't mean shit as we now know that you can still get it no nah, you know like you won't get it as bad but you can still get it mm-hmm. yeah yep. true yeah man that's that's funny though uh well at least you're feeling better you know what i'm saying and uh well you wasn't really feeling bad anyway to begin with like you said you know sunlight thank god yeah but, no, uh, terrible yeah man that's why we started this podcast too because you know shit we be home you know what i'm saying we be communicating anyway we be wanting to talk about mad different shit and speaking of pandemic since the pandemic a lot of things have become new popular you know what i'm saying i think y'all know where i'm going with this you know yeah, I, I know where you're going. The metaverse. Mm-hmm. What what y'all think about all that stuff, man? Because it's some big stuff. And now we got Elon over here. Like, I don't know what he's on. Like, I was rocking with Elon, but he's talking about chips and people's brains and shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not my thing. Uh <laughs> have y'all seen Black Mirror? Yeah, well, at least the ones that simulate what's going on nowadays i'm aware of the show but i'm not i never actually it's actually a really good show you gotta watch it but the chip one specifically there's an episode called the entire history of you it's i think the third episode of the first season and it's literally just that you're able to record memories it's a chip like behind your ear it's a microchip and you can like 
have memories recorded on file and then you can like go through them in your brain kind of thing like oh you have like a like a small little remote or something like very tiny and you can kind of access your memories and shit so like at the very beginning uh the guy has like a job interview and after the job interview is over he kind of replays it in his head to see like how they're reacting to him and you know how he came off kind of thing but um that is it doesn't end well uh Mm -hmm. It's very, I mean, obviously you can see what the fuck could go wrong with something like that. Uh, Scary. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I've heard good things in terms of like, they're they're hoping to use it on people who are disabled. Uh, You know, there there are positive ways to use technology. But as we know, like, the rich are going to get their hands on this. And once that happens, like... You know, they, they're going to use it not to just help people, but to take advantage of mm. it and see what it can, how, where you can take it kind of thing. And that's mm. the danger to me. I mean, like I mean, the metal, the metaverse, if you think about it, has kind of been like, we've kind of been living a part of it for years now. Like if you think about video games, you yeah. think about mobile games and stuff and you mm-hmm. buying virtual coins, getting virtual coins and to, mm-hmm. to buy things to outfit your character who's a exactly. representation and an extension of you to, in some ways. Mm-hmm. And the metaverse is basically just the idea that at some point we're going to be so into that that it's going to become more important or more valuable than our actual like life outside of it. So right. the the that the moment where that crossover happens, we've kind of officially entered the metaverse, but um like you said we've kind of been already living in it in a way. Word. Like if you think about it, right? Like think about some of the metrics that people kind of try to use to gauge success or gauge popularity in social media is likes follows retweets comments stuff like that mm-hmm. right the metaverse is going to make it so that now nfts and and things of that nature now like people are going to be able to see your collection yeah and and that's going to be kind of like a status symbols so to speak you know mm-hmm. for people yeah I've seen I've seen Gary V touch on that. That was right? exactly where, who I was, what I was gonna say. Where yeah. he was gonna say like it's it's like your your wallet will be your new social media platform mm-hmm. where you gotta show your status. Like that was a good a perfect way you put it. You know. Yeah, uh, that people when they in the same way that like you go to a job interview and they might look you up on social media, they might look up a candidate's social media prior to see what they can learn about them. They will also be accessing their their wallet uh to see like what what are they buying and that it's he believes it's a greater indicator of like the type of person you know because what someone can put on social media could be totally fabricated or you know they pick and choose whereas what you're spending your money on is more indicative of what you're actually interested in and what you're actually doing right because you're not spending your money on just anything right so yeah well yes and no right if you're trying to impress people and if you feel God, as though this is the way to achieve that, whether it be impress a, a female or make yourself look like you're a part of some type of group or some type of like class level or something, and you want to reach this some some level of status quo, mm-hmm. like like you can end you up buying shit. It. 
Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But but it's it's different. So like it's I, I that's a great point because like on social media you can you can literally fake it, right? But it doesn't cost you anything financially usually. You know, if I if I find a nice car outside and I take a picture in front of it, it ain't mine. I ain't spend nothing financially. Whereas to to fake it with your wallet, you're gonna have to actually shell out the bread. You know what I mean? Yeah, you actually gonna sure. have to put down on it. So, which, so which only they're already finding hacks to that. And some people might even do it, like you said, and they might do it anyway, and to their own detriment because that's how bad they, they want to look like they're a part. But that's a great point. I can see people doing that to try to I see it happening already. I see people who would technically not really be considered of any high level that now they're making these TikToks, they're making these different things like, hey, this is how I bought this NFT and made this how much money because they were more on like the, uh, the earlier stages of figuring out what an NFT was. So... I don't want to say they were a nerd, but you know what I'm saying? It was like more so the geek learned the way like, yo, NFTs and boom. Now it's like, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to get a so- certain status to, to get in a certain circle and they're trying to leverage it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, now I'm, I'm a higher, whereas you would have just probably considered this person just a nerd at some point or not cool. Arrow is a bully. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, I want to get in on it too. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then you see people already hacking where they're finding bots that now because there's certain ways where you got to get on Discord and, and reach a certain level to get whitelisted, to get it at a cheaper price, to get it earlier than the public. Mm-hmm. And they're using these things to get it because they want that status. So they're finding the hacks and all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... It's crazy though. It's crazy. No different than people who don't necessarily maybe care about sneakers, but they try to get the latest sneaker and they'll use a bot to do so to kind of stunt or just to make some it. dollars. Flip. And after a while, they're they're sneaker heads and they're out here. They they think they're all that with the illest newest kick because they already now been in the game and it turned them into that thing but they weren't that like there's people like certain people that just had that passion for sneakers from the beginning and did it the old school way getting online or whatever paying a little extra at the local sneaker shop that got the shit you know what i'm saying from the neighborhood you know and 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 whatever like but shit changed now and it's crazy you you related it to that because that could have been the start of the metaverse all along just people hacking internet shit Mm-hmm. to get their status up you know it's crazy yes yeah, i mean we're a part of a simulation right if you think about it like people have talked about this before like the way we're attached to our phones what we're doing right now like streaming this and recording this and using technology in this kind of way to kind of connect and stuff and connect to others hopefully like all of that shit is 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 kind of weird when you sit down and really kind of think about it, like how we're kind of like represented in that way in using you know uh, technology in, in in the digital world as like this medium to kind of get messages across, also to represent us or, or, or a certain part of our personality or our likes and dislikes. It's kind of weird when you think about it like that. True. But yeah, it was I, natural for us to adapt to this too. That's all I really, you know. 
I was gonna say like in and not on no conspiracy theory shit, but like the pandemic kind of like isn't it funny how like the rise of all of this is happening during the pandemic where we saw things like now people got to go to school, you know, over mm. the computer. And it's shit more, like that. It's more acceptable, more it's normal. Working, yeah, exactly. It's more normal now. And and I mean, a thinking man would have like back in the day, I would have been like, why can't we just do school over the computer? I could just like that's easy. Like, yeah, and, but yeah. but it's 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 dangerous, right? Because it's it's convenient, and that's what's good. Even what we're doing right now is because it's convenient. You're somewhere else. You're in another state. We're we're not close. We're not, you know. And then sure. obviously the pandemic, uh, COVID, whatever. So we're being extra careful, extra cautious. So it's convenient in ways. I still hope that we're going to be coming together in person more to do the podcast, obviously, shit like that. But people are becoming so comfortable with this form of communicating and, you know, working online and that it's like, it's kind of moving us. It's fast forwarding us kind of to like where everything is just like this. It's it sped up the the pandemic sped up the process and like exactly was that part of the plan or did it just happen spon- like like spontaneously because that's because there's the a lot of money in NFTs and the metaverse, right? Like there's yeah. obviously gonna be a lot of money in it. So you know Bro, people with money they they can always see that some dude just sold his NFT for ninety one million dollars, the, the highest selling digital art piece ever or some shit he just you know like that's what was crazy. it what, what was special about it like nothing i don't even know if i'm even looking at it who's the guy is the guy uh, popular the guy's name is pack p-a-k i don't know him i'm, I'm my first time he sold his nft called the merge for 91.8 million dollars sheesh it's it's a sphere. <laughs> it looks like the moon. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Gary V kind of talked about that also, where it's like I'm a, a screenshot lot, that a lot of people kind of like what a lot of people are putting money down. It's kind of like the wild wild west, right? So like markets are kind of like it's so brand new that they're still forming, and like we don't still have really a clue what's going to be valuable down the line, and like what's going to be valuable even a month from now, a couple of weeks from now, like mm-hmm. it's Word. so volatile. Well, it's, he, he always compares it to like the rise of the internet and how like, you know, everybody at first try and get in and then it kind of, most things collapse. Most things weren't a thing, but you know what? Think something, certain things still rose. And, Word. um, you know, a lot of the shit we back, back then, you know, it's not here today. And so he says that, you know, the same thing is going to happen for NFTs. Everybody's just trying to get in, of course, but like, how do you know what is going to hold value 15, 10, 15, 20 years from now? You don't, right? So it's, right. it's like a guessing game, really. That's and why, we're just trying to get a piece. That's why for me, I, it might not be the right strategy or whatever, but I am strictly going to buy and invest in what I like. Like, it has to be good quality art and something that I actually fucking like. Mm-hmm. I'm not just trying to jump on every uh, ape fucking trend or you know what i'm saying like it has to be something cool that i like like if it's a if it's a some sort of ape or something if it's cool and i like it yeah cool i'll jump on that and there are certain other things you have to look at like how many people follow this uh whatever this drop or or release for whether it's an nft at least you know like in my in my opinion but um 
the metaverse too like look what snoop's doing snoop is killing it whether it's nfts or fucking he bought land in one of these um i don't know which one it is sandbox or the central land because these are like the popular ones that are popping up for like actual metaverse shit where people are working and all that and he bought land and like people are just like spending mad bread to be his neighbor millions of dollars to be his neighbor in the metaverse and he's just just him as a brand being on top of it and promoting that is driving up the value of like this metaverse life shit. think about it snoop is an icon but one day he's not gonna be here but think about like how he could live on through his metaverse shit. you know what i'm saying do you mean like his family his, still got to control it though? But that's what I'm saying. But people in some way will be connected to seeing his character of himself and still moving around, or maybe they might do concerts of his metaverse shit. Like this is just me thinking like outside of us because shit is still new. But you that's know a valid mean? point though, because if you think about it, right? Like somebody who's young nowadays doesn't know really snoop as a rapper for the most part they know him from films probably they know him like from stuff that like you wouldn't necessarily associate with him you know if you were somebody who grew up in the 90s and kind of saw him in his heyday right so it's like it is a possible that we might live in a world one day where somebody knows snoop for just having a bunch of digital real estate in the metaverse yeah he was like oh yeah no that's that guy from the metaverse he has this xyz like whatever whatever i'm like yo but somebody older from fortnite that's what kids you know everything now this might be heavy to say but like sort of like a metaverse god like he was one of the first people in on the metaverse shit like a metaverse god type there might be artists that are gonna come along and do the same shit and be bigger names and maybe even take it to another level like say if a drake would start putting his name attached with metaverse shit that shit might go fucking bananas you know what i'm saying but snoop was the first one putting his name next to that like, it's no, it's no different it, you know? um it's no different than you know like you asked like a younger kid today who's like 12 years old 13 years old who michael jordan is they might just tell you oh yeah it's the guy from sneakers he sells sneakers, sneakers. yep they, they wow. might not they don't know him as the I'll smack the twelve-year-old, but he—he, I get it. Might might have to teach him something, but I get it. But man, I was gonna say, I was gonna say about in regards to the metaverse, like in terms of like what maintains value, and and how the metaverse, even even deeper, the way you said, like people can know Snoop from the metaverse, like the metaverse is. Me and Aaron had this conversation probably at this point a month ago. But the metaverse is so like, like people not even thinking how, just how crazy it can get, right? Because now we got all this VR shit, right? So it's not even just about controlling your person in the metaverse. It's being there. It's being there. And then I just shared something with y'all earlier about the, it's like the glove that allows you to feel in the metaverse. And like, think about how crazy this can get. And I've watched Black Mirror, so maybe if y'all not as familiar y'all don't see how crazy it can get. but it, it's real that's well, as close as it can get well just the glove that you mentioned and stuff and being able to feel things virtually and stuff like that like first of all am i the only one that's thinking men and women 
Oh yeah, that's exactly what I'm going with. This. Exactly, okay. Okay. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, think about how weird is it that there's gonna be a point in time, and it's probably already happened. Because think about think about how things progress. Like, at one point before AOL instant messaging and the internet and stuff like that, and before texting, like if you're getting into a situation with your significant other like the way that you get in those compromising situations when you're kind of having talks or conversations with somebody outside of your relationship like they would happen either in person or over the phone right now because of technology it progressed like to email text you're sending photos you're sharing now yeah, you got social media, media right and now, like the metaverse, like <laughs> you can basically have a relationship with somebody outside of your marriage or outside of your relationship, and it's like, I'm, and you can cheat on them, right? <laughs> but that's the thing. Is it cheating? But is it cheating? <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah. Not right. like is it cheating? Someone... Out, is it cheating outside Smashes. of outside of that? So you you share on, you share with us that that glove right where you can feel things right mm -hmm. that's different right because okay. you're because you're now you're now trying to simulate something that you would only be able to do in person with somebody mm -hmm. being physical now let's say you don't go that far okay. let's say I just you're think just... about Nori and I just think about finger popping though like <laughs> <or> like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so did you finger pop like yeah everyone's finger popping in the metaverse like what do you Everybody. mean like <laughs> that's the thing is I mean, that a thing is that a thing <laughs> that's He's gonna good. be a thing oh Thank no you. for sure <laughs> about to make it one Bro, yeah. it's it's as simple as this. Do you consider it cheating if you DMing another girl on Instagram? Like not well, not just does, DMing. So like yeah, obviously, if you DMing and you talking to her, talking to her. All right, I don't cheating? talk to girls, bro. What there you, you go. To do? What are you trying to do? Why? You because if you up? did, is what you know. My wife's watching this. <laughs> even even I. Right, yeah, it's a valid point. So even if you're you don't have any ulterior motive to a conversation with somebody of the opposite sex, or even, you know, it's not only the opposite sex, if it would be the same sex or whatever you're into, whatever your preference may be. Yeah. Like for, for somebody, if you're in a relationship with somebody and that person finds you speaking with this person, like they may feel a certain way, right? Like, like what business you got talking to this person? So like now, if you're spending money in the metaverse, say, I was just gonna say I was looking through your wallet. Who you bought them flowers yeah, for in the metaverse? Exactly. Like, wow. You don't even you take me out to dinner. You don't even take me out to dinner, and is and you buying virtual dresses for this bitch over here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, but the shit mm -hmm. that scares me, my point of view on it too, is that like. We're going to be able to experience this, but this is the future, and I got kids. So, like, my kids, this is going to be their future, potentially, and their kids' future, like, for sure. So, it's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, how do you parent that? How do you, like, parental 
control something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't got the answer, and I'm the only one that's a parent here. So that's, that's scary. scary, you know? It's scary. Because, I mean, if you think about it, right? Like, think about how things progressed. So, like, kids could really get lost in something like this. Like, if you think about video games, like, video games was the window that we had when we were younger as kids into what this could possibly be. We would, we would immerse ourselves in these video games, sometimes these role-playing games that we're playing or whatever, you know, it, it could be a multiplayer game, right? And you playing with your boys online, Call of Duty, whatever it, it may be, whatever your preference. And it's like, you have basically an avatar, a representation of you in this digital environment and stuff. Now, like, it's going next level. So now you already saw it in like, um, on whatever network, I mean, platform you use, whether it be PlayStation, Xbox, you have virtual coins that you could use to outfit your characters now. Like, you're giving them personalities. Okay. You're mapping your own faces on these characters, just like in 2K. Yeah. All of these things. Like, in 2K, you got the playground. You could go to the Nike store. You could get new kicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, you end I've up... I've been getting fly in the 2K exactly. metaverse. But only to... <laughs> To start on the <laughs> playground to get your ass busted on the court, right? <laughs> nah, hell no. Nah, but it depends like, because you know two K they were fucking up the the shots on the on the on the courts and shit. But this year it's a little better in the, um, the PS Five and shit. You know, when, I haven't when you upgrade. It. You know what I'm saying? I haven't played it, but but my point is, it's like if you think about it, it's we're becoming more and more immersed in these kind of virtual worlds, right? There was a time, I'm older than y'all, so when I was younger, when we played video games, most of the times we played in person in the same room. Then Bad. when I was a teenager, when we started doing like system link and shit, where we'd be like in two different rooms in the same household and we're playing a multiplayer game. And then it got to the point now where it's like, I don't gotta be in the same spot as you. I could be here as long as I got a high speed connection, you could be at your crib and then but if you think about it as dope and convenient as that is and was kind of like zoom and all the stuff we use today and that we've been using in the pandemic you are losing kind of that that connection there's nothing like being in the same room with somebody and kind of like feeding off of somebody's energy and stuff it's True. a different thing being in a digital medium doing that so it's like it's only gonna get more immersed into that and like you said you have younger kids it's going to be crazy to think about what they're going to be experiencing 10 15 20 years from now yeah i was, I was gonna say like i as a kid like like I, I i have this vivid memory of when me and aaron were playing what ps2 in the room and we we simulate in the espn 2k basketball and, and like the excitement, there was we were we were trying to simulate it so that the Sixers could win the finals, because it was the Sixers, right? Yeah. Because we, when I mean, I, I know I was a big fan of Allen Iverson. We wanted the Sixers to win. This must have been what the year two thousand. Nah, ESPN two K, right? Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Okay. It was ESPN basketball. Okay. And um, and and I never forget like. The excitement when they finally won, we had to simulate to like year 20, 20 something. Yeah. And Aaron was in the shower and I ran to the bathroom. 
<laughs> to, to fucking tell him why he's in the shower and just that excitement. And and then I noticed when I play, compare that, right? Maybe we're kids. Maybe it's different because we're kids. But, like, compare that to, like, now we playing video games online. Like, it's a lot different. Like, like Aaron could be in a in a good mood. And, like, if I'm not in a good mood, right, it's a lot easier for me to be in a shit mood playing a game when Aaron's not next to me, right? But when people are in the same room, you know, they naturally kind of, like you say, you feed off that energy. You're not going to be and super to shitty to back the off person of that next to quick, you. I find it more easier, though, to make a fucking room where we could play like you know what I'm saying? Like like link up online and play. Then when we're actually together in the same room, the, playing a video game now, like it's easier to actually go online, and be like, yeah. yo, what's up? Let's play. Then when we're all together, none of us ever be like, yo, let's play the game. You got two controllers? Like, what's up? I don't even have two controllers no more. It doesn't even happen. It's yeah. easier to actually link it's up. It's actually online. easier to do it from apart. That's the crazy part, how it yeah. evolved to that. But that's all part. That was like the 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 beginning of the metaverse. I would say too, as soon as you could play online with each other. Yeah, yeah video but, games definitely like. Yeah. It, it, but it, but the point the point I was making is that, like, like you said, the feeding off the energy, like, and and it kind of, you see it in social media in a way. If you go to social media comment sections, right, it's way easier to disrespect someone in a comment section than it is if they were right there in person, right? So people overall are becoming even shittier people, you know, to each other because, like, I, it's easier for me to be mad at Aaron when we playing the game online and he fucks up than if he's next to me and we laughing about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. true. It's just because... and It's I not the know. same I, level of accountability when you could say something behind a text or in the comment section rather than somebody being across from you. It's like... Exactly. And, yeah. and and people are kind of getting into that habit too. And, you know, that just it's, it's making us that shittier people and less happy. Bullying in the metaverse might be like something that like we're not even thinking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you could know, probably get blocked entirely from the metaverse. Look at these kids nowadays that have self confidence problems and, and want to hurt themselves and stuff. You know, like it's sad. So I, I would hope that this doesn't make shit, like, worse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I always think there's two sides to that, right? They Like, they could also go on to the metaverse and be the coolest person on the metaverse. And it's yeah. not be representative of their life at all, but that gives them excitement. You know what I mean? That was so, what we would that's So what there's we would two want. sides to it. There's always going to be, yeah. you know, a positive and a negative. I yeah. I wonder I wonder at what point does it reach the point where being cool in the metaverse means more or me or or your friends in the metaverse or who you have as friends or who you live near or what your status is in that universe becomes more important than what it is in the real world or is there no it already real world? does I think it already does for a lot of people because right now what is the most important thing? We were talking about it. Social media followers. That's true. Internet clout. And now... That's why everyone wants to buy a piece of land next to Snoop in the fucking metaverse right now. Like, all the major fucking brands that could afford million-dollar pieces of fucking digital land are doing it fucking... 
Yeah, I don't. I can't name off the top, but I know Atari got fucking land, and Walking Dead, the fucking show got land and shit. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was actually having a conversation with this this uh, homegirl mine, right? Mm-hmm. So like, she's an artist, you know, and she's a dope artist or whatever. But like, she won't be using social media heavy like that. And she used to do a lot of art and stuff, and she was trying to put her stuff out there at one point. And then she kind of was dealing with certain stuff and fell back, right, for a long time. Now she recently had plans of creating a website and trying to get her art out there and start selling pieces. She started slowly getting back into it. So she had this whole kind of like, I want to say rant. I don't want to say rant. I don't want to make it sound negative. but Vent. Vent. Or was a Kanye term? Uh, a stream of consciousness. <laughs> so... She had she had this uh you know uh stream of consciousness on her stories where she went in and she was like, yo, it's like I don't understand how I post a piece of my art on my timeline and it only gets like 20 likes or something and a couple comments, but then when I post it on my stories, it's getting like 200 views or whatever. And she was like, what is it? It's like, are there people there who are here following me and it's like don't fuck with what i'm doing or is it like or fuck don't fuck with me uh personally if that's the case like why are you following me like why why not the same level of engagement and this and the third so she was kind of like asking like why is it like this and like whatever she was you could tell she was kind of like bothered by it so like we had a conversation i was like listen like i understand where you're coming from but it's like if you're gonna get bogged down by social media and whatever value people place on likes, retweets, comments, and shares and stuff like that, then you're, you know, like you're gonna drive yourself crazy. It's like you just gotta put out dope shit. People are gonna, attra- uh, you know, be attracted to you. There's always gonna be an audience. It might be a slow burn. It might not happen overnight. Most times it doesn't. But eventually, like if you're consistent with it and you do dope stuff. Little by little, people are going to flock to you. And yeah. oftentimes, like family members, friends, people who you think are close to you, they don't always kind of like have your um, support you in that way. It's usually the people who don't know you from a hole in the wall who are going to be the ones to spend bread and really invest in you in that way. There's a whole universe out there that's beyond your family members, your friends, and whatever circle you run in. Bro, I talk about this all the time. I'm glad you bring it up. I, me and Aaron talk about this all the time. Uh, but think think about any famous person, any famous popular figure, celebrity, whatever, right? Nine More than 99% of their fans are people who don't know them. That is the math. Because the people who actually do know them is a small majority. This, you know, they have their family, their friends, you know, maybe other, you know, people in their circle, right? But 99 plus percent are people that don't know them for, from anything. That's and fair. that's always going to be how it is. And it does feel like that. You know, there's a lot of times I've put out content. Me and Aaron have put out content. Aaron is like, whatever, where it feels like you're not getting that outpouring of support like you would expect. And it's like you said, you can't allow it to buy you down. You just got to keep moving forward and keep putting out the content and stay consistent. And, you know, like you said, it's all going to come from people who don't know you through fucking anything. 
And a lot of times I, I think it's because when people know you personally, right, it's hard to believe like this person I grew up with, this person that I know so closely, like this person ain't Drake. Like, it, you know, could you imagine someone that grew up with Drake, like realize like they're not kids sitting next to Drake thinking like, oh yeah, Drake? Yeah, nah, he the, he the, he the next biggest thing in the world. Like you don't know, you're not thinking crazy like that. So it's hard. Even if someone believed in him, they probably not thinking, you know, Drake has shattered every expectation of anyone who's ever believed in. I, there's no way he hasn't. There's no way someone predicted like Drake is going to be the biggest thing in the world. You know what I mean? Like, so, so it's always, it's hard to believe that someone you rock with is going to be like super major next level popular. And so I understand the hesitancy. Like you just see them as like, that's my boy. That's my friend, you know? So it's, it's really hard to fathom, but like in, in this world, especially where everyone's making content now, like that's like important. If you're a content creator, it's like, I need that little bit of support from the people close to me. And it's just, I don't know. Nah, for sure. For sure. It's, it's just, you could easily get discouraged. I get it. But it's like, you got to kind of keep things in perspective also. It's like, there's no such thing as a one-to-one ratio when it comes to like what your views are and your stories and what your likes should be. Like, exactly. You could have 1,000 followers. There's no right? way you, you're not getting 1,000 likes. Yeah, like. You're not. And then with the algorithms right now with Instagram and they always switching it up, like, like... You know, like the what you what's gonna show on your feed is only gonna be stuff that you mostly engage with, right? right? So like things that you've liked in the past are more prone to kind of show up in your feed. Things people who you left comments on, people that you share, if you scroll through a carousel, it might show up. You know what I mean? Like stuff on your explore page, whatever, it's gonna represent that. So so yeah, like it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing to kind of get upset about but it's like that's 2022 for you like that's the age that we live in where it's like like we said before those things matter and they're gonna matter even more so and it's gonna get even more complicated and the lines between reality and whatever these worlds are that we create for ourselves are gonna be even more blurred you know what? I was wondering too, because you know, metaverse shit like is changing. Like you know everything. Like people get together. Like I know Google did like a fucking metaverse meeting with all the fucking team members and shit. They were just in the metaverse having a fucking a work meeting, and then during their work meeting, like a screen popped up in the metaverse and. Rick Ross was on a streaming platform and performed for them and shit, you know, like shit like that. You think he just doing I, anything? Like also, also it wasn't the, even necessary. The UFC said they're gonna broadcast a, a UFC fight in the metaverse. That they plan to do that. Also, recently the Netaverse, the Brooklyn Nets, and what they did. The Nets, like the three D visualized, like you're on the court the game, like you're on the court watching the game. Yeah. Well, I have a question about that. So, like, I did kind of see that <clears throat> shared that story about the Nets. So, what you saw, um, that visualization of the players playing, was that actual game footage that kind of 
was converted into the metaverse is that how it is or or is it just a simulation that's not necessarily the game that occurred that night i no, think to no, my it understanding was it was happening live it was yeah, the it was game actual. happening live so like all the nets players were wearing something specifically that allowed them to be in the metaverse playing okay so it's like a part of their uniform maybe like a like a like a chip or something chip like or something on the uniform but also the cameras they set up cameras in the arena to follow them and allow it to, crazy. to project to the metaverse some shit like that like like they did some shit i didn't even expect to happen i feel like this is the infancy of the metaverse and they just did some shit that should be like years from now possible but it's it's possible so imagine imagine being able to sell two sets of tickets tickets to the game in real life and tickets to the game in the in the metaverse imagine yeah. that i might not be able to afford and who knows what's going to be more expensive but let's say i can't afford courtside tickets in real life but i can afford courtside tickets in the metaverse like i think i think eventually the metaverse shit is going to be more expensive it, 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 maybe i mean I, personally it wouldn't be for me i guess it's what what people value right it'll be what people value more maybe the metaverse will be valued more because it's a newer experience but like if i could get cause out i'm I, in real life i'm doing that but well, yeah. think about how how much these last two years have changed the way we think about convening in large groups and getting together That's true like too. that right so it's like so i might kids, want to side where i don't got to be actually near anyone and i can't get sick and right also and, and yeah. real quick what if they start counting like stats of your metaverse like achievements and like how many times you've been to a fucking metaverse courtside game or that'll be in your court, wallet dog like you know what i'm saying like it's like oh like taking old moves has visited the fucking metaverse and watched 10 games and so you get, bad get a badge or some shit like you know what i'm saying like that'll be that's like you know, the fucking shit is endless possibilities yeah like and if you think about it it's like we're gonna progress to the point where there's gonna be a generation and it's like i would imagine that this pandemic is shaping that so it's like i got a niece i don't have children but i have a niece this pandemic she's mostly been kind of isolated from like she's not in school so she's been isolated from being able to kind of socialize with people her age friends and stuff like that because of what's been going on right so it's like a, there's a lot of kids like that who are kind of missing that interaction and when you have mediums like the metaverse and stuff like that in these virtual reality worlds like i would imagine since kids are already on tablets they're already on video game systems they're already living that virtual lifestyle so to speak like some of them might prefer not going to a game in person it was like yeah i want to be on my couch where i could go and get up and get a drink and go to the bathroom and like i don't have to go, you know be sit in the car for two hours to get there and whatever like it might be one of those things where families just decide to like, yeah, let's all be at home and just you know on our virtual goggles and we're there. Like exactly. Yo, pass me the popcorn. Oh, hold up, <laughs> in the microwave. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's oh, wow. we still got regular microwaves. <laughs> Throw that shit yeah. in the meta microwave. This shit is a mind. <laughs> yeah, the meta microwave. <laughs> this shit is a mind fuck because it's like, yo. There's going to be people like the, the cool thing is like you could be whoever you want to be on the Internet. 
Literally, you could create whatever identity you want. This is going to take it to the next level now. And you're going to have people who actually like their and have built up their their basically virtual avatar of themselves, their digital avatar, their their virtual representation of themselves to a point where they like that person better than the actual person they are and stuff. Like it could get to that point. It, it's not could, it's going to get to that point. And there's, there's people who are probably living that right now. Yeah, you know exactly. I, mean? I, 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 I struggle to, to think like, because there there are people who who do that right now where like maybe they ain't shit in real but on the internet like they the greatest and like right. people love them like like there's all right when you watch like something like TikTok videos right it'd be like a lot of it is like cringe dance shit right and like shit that like they only doing like you're not making TikTok videos when your boys come over kind of thing like you talking about Patrick Mahomes brother <laughs> you talking about Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> I ain't saying that. I ain't say that, but uh, I ain't even know he had a TikTok. What? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but but basically, like you're doing shit where like you don't even give a fuck like how uncool it might be to like your actual group of people in real life because you know what the audience on TikTok fucks with it. So like. It, it don't it don't even matter like it's it, there are people that are already valuing their internet support more than like whatever support they're getting around them or however many friends they got in real life like especially if you could make money from it and you can there's a lot of money to be made being an influencer and making money on fucking social media is a metaverse type vibe too like you know what i'm saying fucking um the metaverse I just saw today, like there's fucking real estate agents now who are selling fucking land in the metaverse. As and I, I had already considered that. Like, and what? I think that's I think that's I think that's the point where like now it's like, man, the metaverse. I was talking to this girl and a friend of mine, and we were talking about she she actually uh lives in Spain, right? So like we don't get to see each other, right? Um, but we were talking about like, oh, like in like we, we were making jokes about the metaverse, like how in the metaverse we would be able to see each other more more easily, right? And damn, and it was, it was a joke because <laughs> I want to say another finger popping joke. <laughs> Go ahead, like, but, but but the reality is right. Like, let's say we're we're doing that. We're we're seeing each other more easily. Damn, your finger pop joke threw me all the way. <laughs> Bro, like, what was we even talking about? Finger popping girls in Spain in the metaverse. Damn, no. like you flexing, bro. Nah. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Joking, I'm joking. But, Yo, I don't but, no harm. I'm sorry. No disrespect. <laughs> what was we even talking about, bro? In the metaverse, you could link up with your friend in the <laughs> Spain. <laughs> I don't know. Never mind, bro. We not linking up no more. <laughs> I fucked that whole shit up. My bad. I forgot the whole train of thought. But I, if I if I think of it, if I remember it, I, I'll get back to it. But some people value their friends. Eric, you muted. You muted. You muted. 
My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, good, yeah, good. I don't want my corona, my coronavirus sniffles on here and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, okay. <laughs> my bad, my bad. But yeah, yeah, what I was trying to get to, I think what you was trying to say, well, one of your points before you got into your story was that people value their friendships on the internet or online or social media more so than their actual outside relationships because, and then I mentioned people profiting from it real estate that's what we're talking about real estate estate. okay so yeah so we were discussing like oh seeing each other oh we could go here like whereas if you don't got a covid pass for example you might not be able to go certain places right but in the metaverse those places are open and i had mentioned to her like you you know it's crazy though is like by that point people people with money or people People are going to go into the metaverse and make it so that you can't just roam freely. They're going to make it so that they're gatekeeping certain shit. Now you got to have a certain status even in the metaverse to access it. And that's what we're seeing with the real estate shit. Thank you. Get back to that fucking point. Bro, think about it. Like you could take a girl to the Eiffel Tower in the metaverse. Easy. Yeah. Got to get in now while while the ticket's cheap. Exactly, but that's the thing, and <laughs> and there's definitely gonna be people that go in and they're like, we can't let just people, just anybody, see the Eiffel Tower. Like, oh, I know there's know? casinos in the metaverse where people are gambling. I mean, we already gamble online, <laughs> like, but, but like literally, like throw your VR goggles on, goggles and pull on, a slot machine. Go to a slot machine or go fucking to the craps machine or play blackjack, poker, anything. Well, think about Sims. Remember that game? Like, oh yeah, everybody's played that. I always so, think about that. Whenever I think of the metaverse, I picture Sims in my head. I don't know how facts, y'all think that, but I picture Sims. Thanks. And there was always a big intrigue with the Sims and people wanting to build those lives and shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what else I compare the metaverse with? Nintendogs. Have y'all ever played Nintendogs? Nah. nah it was like the DS game where you had a a dog. Oh, Sarah, you had to, my sister, and you had to feed the dog. Like the dog like, would go hungry if you didn't yeah, open your yeah, game yeah. that day. It's yeah, like Tamagotchi. Yeah. Kinda, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um it's like if you don't, I wonder if that'll be the case too. Like if you let's say I'm not on the metaverse for a couple of days, just like I may not play a video game for a couple of days. Is my status gonna struggle? I'm I might miss something. You missed the Travis Scott Fortnite concert, you know what I mean? Like it's shit like that, like. Well, I might miss things in the metaverse life because I'm doing real life shit. And, you know, it's it's at what point. And then and then there's the, the scary thing about what if you so immersed in the metaverse that like you're not even eating in real life. Right. You're not washing up in real life. You're not taking a bath. You're not taking care of your real life self because you so immersed with the VR goggles on in the metaverse. Then you got to go blast. to metaverse rehab. It's <laughs> gonna get bro. Like I'm, I won't be surprised if, like, years from now, someone we hear about someone being like the first person to die because they were so immersed in the metaverse that like they ain't take care of themselves. Oh. You know what I mean? And and then another thing is when you in the metaverse, like you was talking about, you can just sit down on your couch. Probably people ain't exercising as much. Maybe like. Obviously, you you know you can exercise with VR. People do that shit too, but yeah, people you know, do people do get that, comfortable. Bro. When I game, I'm sitting in my chair for hours. You know what I mean? Like, so I get it. It's it's Ew. it's dangerous. It, it, it could be dangerous. It could be great. Bro, that's it could why be you gotta schedule your metaverse gym 
gym workouts and your metaverse training sessions. And it's probably easier to get a metaverse training session in, you know what I'm saying? You could probably train with anybody you want too. You could probably train with fucking Oprah. But it but it's gonna be hard to balance. Train it's gonna be hard Oprah. to balance it, right? Because we're creating like a, a side-by-side simulation world, right? Where we could be in both whenever we want, right? But you can't be if you're in the real world, you can't really uh, you can't really attend to what's going on in the metaverse, you know. And you only got the the 24 hours in the real life day. It doesn't actually it doesn't give you more time, kind of thing to like. But split there could be up. an option where you put your, that shit on autopilot and go back to your regular life, and then your metaverse life is still working or doing whatever it has to do for you. I ain't trying to work in the metaverse, but I people mean, gonna do that too. What if you can get a metaverse? ethereum or bitcoin or bro we talked like- about that too like if i'm making what if i get hired for a job in the metaverse that's making me more bread than my real life job and now my real life job is it is raps like i'm i'd rather work or, my job in the metaverse or what if you fucking go for a job in the metaverse that's pay more than your current job that's like what I'm outside saying. but 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 hear me out and you have the qualifications for the job, but they turn you down because of what you wore in the interview in the metaverse. Like your fits weren't up to like, yo, it could be a situation where it's like they are making judgments on your character. Be like, yeah, like this. He didn't spend enough virtual coins or ETH on his uh, on his suit today. You yeah. show up on some pursuit of happiness vibes where he just he comes in. No, yo, no fucking crazy. suit on. It's crazy but what if it's like yo but i want my spending shit to be private so now you're just judging a book by its cover i mean think about it. if someone puts their thing private you'll think they got something to hide i could see that being frowned upon right they, they, bro there's so many there's no rules to this yeah there's no I mean, rules like i said eventually you might if you even interact with people in the real world be like how many kids you got? And they might just be like, oh, none in real life, but I got four in the metaverse. Like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about the metaverse. But raise the stakes here. <laughs> food for thought. What about thinking about canceling and cancel culture in the metaverse? Like, how is that gonna be kind of like well, like I said before, I said I wouldn't be surprised because he was talking about bullying. And I said, I wouldn't be surprised if people could get blocked entirely in the metaverse, from the metaverse, right? And and there's this thing in Black Mirror in one episode where um, you can block people, right? And if you block them, I guess because of the microchip, if you block someone, because the thing about Black Mirror is every individual episode is its own thing. It doesn't like continue. It doesn't follow a timeline. But the most, a lot of the technologies are the same. Right. So you you might see a new technology in one episode and then you you won't see it, but like it appears in another episode. Right. So because of the technology of maybe the microchip shit, um, when you, you can block someone in real life and it blurs them completely. Where you cannot see them at all. That's crazy, but that's like something that I would think could be possible. But you know what I metaverse. just thought of? Which, damn, I hate that I even had this thought. But like, what if people 
that get blocked in the metaverse say, okay, it's not like some chip shit or, or whatever, but like they get blocked so they can't access that that land or that, that world, right? But some tech person out there now builds a world for like evil people and like all the bad people are in this one world and then like that's metaverse hell. Yeah, are they gonna That'd start? be crazy? Like, I would be scared of those people, though. Yeah. What about what it's about like the 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 what is the dark web of the metaverse, bro? And that's another like aspect, just like all the crazy, disgusting, evil shit that's gonna be happening in the metaverse. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I just want to see if they can gentrify uh, the metaverse world. <laughs> like, if we talk <laughs> about real estate, it's like. It's early now. We get the hook. We get the nice prices on 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 housing and stuff. And then all of a sudden, somebody with mad money is just like moving in and raising Not the price. Knock the buildings down and build something else. Exactly. They're trying to give you payoffs, and you're like, and they need us off the land now. They're giving you no. like tw- they're giving you like twenty ETH, and you're like, damn, bro, like shit. Like fuck, this is the most amount of money I've ever had in my life right now at this point. Because Nike wants to build a fucking it's nothing. They're gonna turn. They're gonna. They, they just want to put a swoosh on the land. Yeah, they're gonna. You know, people gonna come and gentrify neighborhoods like they did the LES or like Bushwick, Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> like it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's very possible. Metaverse is deep. I think I think this ain't the last time we talk about the metaverse. We just yeah, we just scratching the surface is the crazy part. Facts. But every but, day something news coming out. It it goes deep. It goes deep. It, All right, yeah. so NFL playoffs. We we just warmed up for an hour with the metaverse. Word. Nah. <laughs> we got we gotta we gotta talk about the NFL playoffs though. We so. sure do. We sure do. Yeah. Um. And that ties into like gambling in a way, because you know gambling's legal in New York now. So yes, sir. Which is one of the biggest markets in the world. So like that's a big thing. Yeah. New York these last two years during the pandemic is like you know they legalized weed and uh, legalized gambling. Okay, making some progress. You can do all that, but you just can't sit in a restaurant and eat normally. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole other discussion there. I mean, we already spoke about coronavirus. Up to start. Yeah. It's, not, it's not work backwards now. But uh, nah, yeah, let's go forward. NFL uh, playoffs coming up. Yeah, and what's so, been going down? Well, let's start. Last last weekend, we had how many games? Did we have four, right? Yes, sir. So we had an epic game between the Bills and the Chiefs. Well, that was like the headliner. That was the headliner. That was the headliner. Everybody wanted that in the AFC Championship, but we got it, you know, in the second yeah. round. Um, we had uh, what else? Help me out here. Rams, uh, Bucks. Rams, Rams Bucks. Bucks. Bengals, Titans, and Bengals, Titans. Chiefs. I mean, and Packers, 49ers. Yep. Right. So, I think it's a good segue because if you think about it, like. That weekend, this past weekend in football was kind of like, it kind of like represented a lot of things. Possibly Aaron Rodgers' last game as a Green Bay Packer. Who knows what the future holds for him? Could he retire? 
I don't know. You know, does he go elsewhere play? Does he stay in Green Bay, right? Uh, Tom Brady, he's in his mid-40s. Definitely for him could be his last game ever. You know, um, does he come back? Also officially retired. Just well, today, yeah, today, yeah. Big Big Ben retired today officially, but I mean, let's be honest, he's been retired for like three seasons yeah. unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna argue it, but. but uh, but yeah, so it's like, but then it makes that game between the Chiefs and the Bills to me stand out even more because what you saw and what you got to peek into is the future, like literally the future and you saw two guys who were two of the greatest greatest quarterbacks of their era you know kind of get tossed to the side and now you got these young guns and it's like it's it's i mean if you're an nfl fan or if you're a chiefs fan or a bills fan this shit is an exciting time like to me that was it's one of the i was disappointed in the nfl playoffs until this past weekend i was like ah you know like wasn't that many great games. Yeah, there, there was a lot of, like, lopsided games the first round. Yeah, yeah. And, man, that the, the that Bills-Chiefs uh, game, I was like, that's some of the best quarterback play I've ever seen, ever. Like, what do you guys think? Oh, it, it, was, it was, I mean, it was some of the best quarterback play, without a doubt, 100%. Um, it was some horrible defensive plays. It, it, was, it wasn't too. better than Eli Manning in, uh, okay. in the snow in Green Bay. Yeah, all right. That year, you know what I'm It saying? wasn't even <laughs> snowing. Nah, I'm he saying. just invented snow. It was not snowing. It was just cold as shit. Nah, it was snowing. <laughs> it was snowing. Hell no, it was yeah. not snowing. You don't remember the snow game? Okay. Do you cold. remember the snow game? Cold. I don't know. It, it, it was so cold, I thought it was snowing then. I guess. Yeah, no, it was okay. Not Are you referring to the first Super Bowl run by the Giants where Eli and the Giants played Brett Favre in the yeah. cold? Mm-hmm. Where it was like negative 20 degrees? Yeah. Or whatever? Right. yeah. Yeah, there was no snow. So cold, it felt like it was snowing. <laughs> yeah, there was no snow. Thank you. Somehow, anyway. somehow the we had a tie-in Eli there somehow, you know. But uh, you talk about great quarterbacks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, errors, you know, Tom Brady, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we couldn't we couldn't not bring him up. Yeah. Although uh, there is a debate about whether he's great or not. I'm not gonna get into it, <laughs> but he's no. not. We we're not gonna get into it. But I just want to say where I stand on it. I'm trying to be nice here. I'm a Giants fan, but I'm also realistic. I appreciate know. it. But, you know. That is refreshing. I I'm trolling a little bit. I don't think Eli's great either. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> See, he praised Eli. And he's like shitted on him. So, what do you I love think? Eli, though. Like, personality-wise, he's awesome. Oh, right? Eli's he's the fucking he's best. He's one of the best human beings I ever. Love him. He's a I great human Eli. being. He's dope. Yeah. And, by all accounts, and he did what he had to do for us too. He got us too. So tough as hell. I I agree. Come on, yo. Like, say what you want to say about him. The doofy faces. The fact that he really only had two extended runs in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, we could we could nitpick. At the end of the day, that dude showed up every Sunday. He was an Iron Man. Never hurt. Like, um, 
if it were for the fact that the Giants <laughs> decided to bench him, he would have had probably broke the record, right? He finished second most consistent games, yeah, without for for game. the most consecutive games at quarterback. Yeah. So it's like, like the dude, like he had I mean, a great you know Hall of Fame. Put him in. He's gonna be a borderline Hall of Famer for a lot of people. The two Super Bowls help him. Um, you know, like there's guys of his era put up better numbers. He was never the best quarterback in the league at any point. He was never an MVP. However, if you look at the totality of his career and stuff, over the, his his biggest accomplishments were the two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, but also the fact that his longevity and consistency in that time. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't perfect, but he was a good quarterback every year. You know, more than likely he's in the top, top 10, the top, you know, I would say the top 10, top 12 range on a consistent basis for the duration of his prime. I think that's a fair statement to say, you know what I mean? So like hats off to Eli though. Yeah. But the new, the, what, what was that What's going on now? Keep mine on. You said yeah, has yeah. on too. I'm gonna keep my nose. But I fuck with Eli. I fuck with Eli. <laughs> I know, I know, I know you're a Falcons fan. So yeah. Falcons fan, but also the Giants did beat the Falcons in the playoffs on one of their runs to the Super Bowl. That doesn't weigh on me at all. Okay, so I didn't know if it did. No. Okay. It was an ugly game. I believe it was like 24 to 2. You guys were favored to beat us in that game, if I'm not mistaken. We uh I I don't I didn't like that. We had a better record, but because we didn't win our division, we had to travel to the Meadowlands. It sounds like the collegiate uh, football league, kind of. You know, <laughs> oh, right? does it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you're still reeling, I see. Yeah, I know. From your, from your super, from your collegiate bowl loss. Yeah, fantasy football, man. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah, yeah. But what, yo, what let's you... get back to what you're saying. Like, the yeah, future, the future. Let's talk about it. Of so, these quarterbacks, like. Oh, no, it was, yeah, it was some of the greatest quarterback play. I, I mean, I know I've ever seen. Um, it, the the NFL is in great fucking hands. Like, I Josh Allen, like. Patrick Mahomes. Like, it was Patrick Mahomes already. And, I, I mean, they both kind of proved it already, I would say. Like, that they're the, ne- the next up. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they didn't need this game to prove it. Well, they definitely solidified and Josh Allen for people like us, we know, but maybe Uh, to the broader audience, he was in the MVP conversation last year. But I understand what you're saying. But even that, I feel like might go under the radar. For but did we know though? But did we know? Like, let's 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 think about it. Josh Allen, I I knew, I knew, (laughs) I knew, I'm not knocking him. Josh Allen is, is super talented. Hamilton made sure we knew. Nah. <laughs> Josh Hamilton. I mean, Josh Hamilton. Look at him. Now, now I'm going to baseball. We're going to start nah. calling him that. Nah, but, but, but Allen, though, like, don't, he's obviously talented. Big arm. He could run. He's big. He's hard to take down. Um, You know, like, last year was an amazing year for him. And then this year, like, what he did going against Mahomes and dueling him like that and answering every play that Mahomes made was incredible to see. But like, I'm going to be honest with you as good as I thought he was, I felt like he had to ascend to Mahomes level or show that he was capable of going, you know, uh, play for play with him. And he did that in that game. I don't think he ever showed that level of consistency or like dominance in the game until that game. 
Not even that game. Was wasn't he? I don't know if he finished perfect, but wasn't he perfect in the playoffs? Were the Bills not perfect on offense? And I know in the, against the Patriots, every single drive they scored a touchdown. And then against the Chiefs, I don't know if it was all their drives, but majority of their drives, they they were scoring touchdowns, getting putting points on the board. Like he like so. Not only this game, but this playoffs, he really kind of showed that consistency. Shout out to Brian Dable. Am I saying that right? Dable, I believe. Dable. Okay. I, I don't know. I could be wrong too. That's Pop, how I always. Thought I thought it was the bowl. Yeah, I was, it could be I, that. I don't think it's that one. <laughs> Listen, I I had a as a Giants fan, I just had to figure out how to say Joe Shane. I was calling him Joe. Yeah, Shane. Shane. Yeah, Joe yeah. Shane. So. Yeah, I, same. Once I saw him pronounce his damn name, when he pronounced yeah. it, that's when I knew. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, Brian, Brian Dable, Dable, whatever, he might be the next Giants coach. Looks like he is uh, the hot candidate right now, but we'll see. But, but yeah, like uh, Allen to me, kind of for the first time, that game kind of made you think. All right, is he creeping in the conversation with him at Mahomes? Like he put, he's put up numbers, but like I feel like of the younger generation quarterback, so to speak, the new wave, right? Mahomes was like on his own tier, and like you have guys like Lamar Jackson who could win an MVP during that time, and Josh Allen who could compete for an MVP and look incredible, but it's like. Mahomes, because what he did in the playoffs, getting to the AFC Championship game year after year, you know, possibly putting himself in a position to get to his third Super Bowl in a row, and just what he did from a numbers perspective, like his individual stats and his team success, it just put him on, an, on another plateau. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, and understandably so. When you go to back-to-back Super Bowls, when you go to three straight AFC Championships, now four straight AFC Championships, like, yeah, you're – no, you're going to be on your own level. You know what I mean? So so I totally understand it. And it's up to someone like Josh Allen. Until Josh Allen is in that AFC championship or representing the AFC, he will be behind Mahomes. You know what I mean? Everyone will be. Until what? Lamar does it, he will be behind Mahomes. What? Everyone will be behind Mahomes until they can beat Mahomes in the playoffs and come out of the AFC as the representatives and playing in the Super Bowl. Well, let me ask you guys this. What do you think... Do you think Josh Allen is the guy? Is he is he the Peyton Manning to Mahomes' Tom Brady? Brady? I would or, say no. Or is, is Joe Burrow going to have something to say about it? Or is Justin Herbert going to have something to say about that? I, I think they're all in the conversation. I think the AFC quarterbacks for this next decade to 15 years are going to be incredible to watch. The same way that the AFC belonged to Brady, Peyton, and Ben for the last two decades almost, I see the same thing. Mahomes, Allen, uh, Herbert, Lamar, Burroughs putting himself in the conversation. Yeah, you could say it's early, and obviously it is, but, hey, you can't knock what he's done. Um, and you still got Lamar out there. Yeah. So those five, uh, who else? Um, Trevor Lawrence obviously has to prove it, but the talent is there. Obviously he didn't have a great rookie year, but I'm, I'm, I look forward to see if he puts his name in the conversation because he's the most highly touted quarterback prospect we've ever seen. Some, some would say 
coming out of college. So the AFC quarterback shit is going to be so crazy to watch. So who's going to be the uh, the Philip Rivers, the Philip Rivers of that group? So we Justin we, Herbert. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Justin Herbert, I think is is better, right? Than than Rivers. Or or should should probably ascend to be better than but Rivers, in that right? group. I would I would say Herbert will probably be more Ben than mm. Rivers. Riv- of that group, I, I I would think Burrow would be more Rivers mm. because the mean. Bengals. It's it's hard to trust the Bengals as a franchise to. You know, Good keep point. themselves involved, right? And the Chargers always kind of struggled with that. And, you know, the Bengals are always just there, but they're easy to overlook. And it's starting off well, right? But nobody is really giving the Bengals a chance. I mean, if he if he could beat Mahomes right this upcoming Sunday, like, we having a different conversation. But to be fair, though, Phillip Rivers, during his time as the QB, like, the Chargers had fielded good teams. Maybe oh, they didn't have the greatest sometimes. Like, right. but they also had LT, Antonio Gates, fucking like Vincent they Jackson. had guys. Vincent Jackson, RIP yeah. to Vincent Jackson. Like yeah. they like they they've definitely had guys, you know what I mean? And I mean, look at the Bengals right now, though. Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, they got guys. Like, right. but it's as a team, as an organization, as a franchise, will they do what they need to do? To keep to get them over that hump at least right. once, you know, and, I mean, and, the Chargers and, never could. It's gonna come down to coaching too. Like the the Chargers, they had what North Turner was their coach mm-hmm. for for a few years. Uh, was mm-hmm. it Mar- uh, was it Marty Schottenheimer, uh, Schottenheimer was their coach. He yep. never he was always had a reputation of being great in a regular season, can never win the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Like you said, I agree with you. The AFC is stacked with QBs. Like it's stacked. Their future is it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. Whereas the NFC is like you got who do you have? Kyler Murray. Who? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, Dak. DJ. I don't know what you're talking about. DJ, DJ who? Danny. Danny Jones. Danny, Danny Jones, Danny Dimes. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking trolling. I don't even like that dude. <laughs> I don't even like that dude. On, on record, I just got nothing put personal. That on nothing personal, just you know. Yeah. Um. Don't let Arun hear that. But anyway. Um. Okay. Let's let's be real though. Let's be real. Okay. Dak. Kyler Murray. Tyler, I would say Dak. Um. Justin Fields. Jalen Hurts. Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts. I don't think they've, but you, if we're thinking of young talent, yeah, and that, and that, but they don't have anyone like the AFC has, guys, where we've seen it already. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and and most of and most of the NFC's quarterbacks are the Rodgers, the Russell Wilson. I know we're talking about the NFC, but think about also NFC and um the AFC also. Mac Jones didn't look bad this year either. Mac Jones. That's yeah. another kid. Like another one. You know what I'm saying? Another but yeah, one. back to the NFC. Yeah, no, the NFC in comparison is really lacking. But I, I've made the point like the NFC, like they they only for the past the NFC isn't usually dominated by quarterbacks the way the AFC 
Yeah. You know I what I mean? I still feel like Drew Brees is in the NFC, like, even though I know he's not. But I feel like these guys like Stafford are growing into that that uh spot that Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers yeah. and stuff, you know. So well the oldest NFC quarterbacks are who? Like Stafford, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers Aaron still, Rodgers. even though he's probably leaving. Um, who knows if he um, leaves the NFC entirely, Russell but Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Shit. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Right, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he was the starter for the Washington. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, well, here, here's the other thing, though. By virtue of the fact that there's a lot of QBs in the NFC that are not as established or don't have the reputation as some of the young dudes in the AFC that also might make the path to get to a Super Bowl easier because you don't have to go through this gauntlet. Like, the way it's shaping up in the AFC, it could potentially – like, you might see years where Patrick Mahomes might take an L in the second round. Because – Because he's running into Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, Allen. Allen, yeah. You know what I mean? And, And I totally get it. But, yeah, the path will be easier on the NFC, and it always has been. Right. There's teams aren't teams aren't going through the NFC consistently getting to the Super Bowl in on the NFC side. It's always a different team. You never know who's coming out of the NFC or or you can't really say it confidently. Right. Like it, mm-hmm. it's not it's, it's never been easy to predict who's coming out of the NFC. Really. It always changes. Much more parity because, right. I mean, you didn't have Brady dominating. Exactly. Conference. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So. We talk about that, but like, what do you think about the anything that stuck out to you outside of that Chiefs, um, Chiefs Bills game in terms of like any plays or just general play or coaching or anything that stood out? Oh, um, my dad was on the phone with me a little early and he was telling me that he heard someone say, uh, like the Bills kind of made a mistake celebrating with 13 seconds left and my dad made the point like they supposed to celebrate with 13 seconds left like how how do you how do you how are you not comfortable celebrating with 13 seconds left like like mm. anything that happens after that point is a complete debacle on the defense or you know like you're supposed to be able to feel comfortable with 13 seconds left True. the fact that what happened score, happened with 13 crazy. seconds left you it's pretty much over i'm chilling <laughs> like I'm celebrating too. Like, like I know anything could happen, right? And obviously you don't want to celebrate too early. But in that moment, the gravity of that moment, like, hell yeah, you're celebrating with 13 seconds. Bro, I remember. In a football game for sure. Not in a basketball game, though. Oh, no, no, no. Not in a Depending on the score. Depending on the score. But what what was it? What was the score? One possession. Uh, It was one possession. possession. It was one possession. It was. Yeah. They were up three. Considered a two or three pointer in a basketball game. Yeah, so. it's just one possession. It's yeah. What's well, your point? That shit was not supposed to happen. It absolutely wasn't. I remember when it was happening in the group chat. You literally was like, "Oh, it's it's a wrap." Like B- Buffalo doing like they going to the, to the next round. You, you was oh, like Hamilton I, type, and then I made 30 seconds later, you was like, "Holy shit, scratch that, my bad, Hamilton." Like I didn't say that. No, that wasn't no. you. Who was? No, I, but I seen that happen. That like I that, actually that, made that the change joke. of emotion like throughout a group chat, like as it was happening. Like, oh, 
congrats Hamilton because you know he's the biggest. I would never, I would never. And then oh shit, like nah, my bad. What the fuck? Like it yeah, was crazy. I would never. I'm. I actually made the joke that 13 seconds was too much time. I actually made the joke mm. like, oh, they left too much time on the clock as a joke. But see, even that, like, I'm, I'm aware that, like, that energy was around, like shit, like that, like, yeah. You know, I mean, it should have been over, bro. It's like, I mean, that was the craziest playoff finish since the dig shit, and yeah. and Diggs is on the wrong side of this one since the digs against the Saints. Yeah. Like and and I'm now Diggs is on the wrong move. side of it, but but like you're supposed to feel comfortable. Like you're supposed to feel like okay, we 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 did it. We we just hit him with the last shot. Like it was back and forth blows, and we just we just finished Boom. them off. Like yeah. How do y'all feel yeah. about uh, the argument about them squib kicking versus not squib kicking, kicking it deep? I don't get that deep into football, so I really don't. Even okay, a squib kick is that. basically you 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 kick it short of the end zone so that they have to return it, and it'll probably trickle off four to five seconds off the clock on the return, mm-hmm. as long as they don't you know run the shit back. I, I could see both sides to that. Like, I understand part of the reason they were saying they didn't squib kick it is because there's a lot of things that could go wrong. True. You know, so it's like, if it goes right, you could take four or five seconds. But if it goes bad, then they could end up having the ball at the 50-yard line. True. You know, so it's like, I don't know, man. It's like, I, I guess it really depends on how much you believe in your special teams to kind of get the job done. So it's mm-hmm. like... In most scenarios, though, even if you were to just kick it and, and they take the touchback, you're still not supposed to get and feel be able to get in field goal range for being that far back, you know, and, and, and do what, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs did. Like, how many timeouts? They had two, right? I believe they had oh. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, for them to do that. Wait, they might have had none. Did they have two? No, they, they, they definitely had at least one. It was one. It was one. I think it was one. Okay. But regardless of the fact, it's like for you to be able to do that is kind of crazy. It's like yeah. it's like I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. And what about uh the fact that apparently Travis Kelsey ran whatever route he wanted? That was crazy, yeah. Read the defense, decided he was just gonna take it up the field. Mahomes <laughs> hit him and rest is history. Well they um, said they said also uh Kelsey is also responsible supposedly for the route that uh went. yeah 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 so that's that's incredible um also i wanted brief shout out to to the kickers of all of these games because whenever the kickers are a non-story that's a great thing yeah you know what i mean Word. the kickers all did their job you know in and the then Panthers, all history- Titans game in the fucking 49ers packers game yes in this game and in the Rams game, like the, Rams game. the kickers were a non-story, and that's a W. In our history, oh. and in our history, fucking watching the playoffs, there's always at least one or two games where the kicker blows the kick and doesn't tie the yeah. game or win the game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so they all held it down. And I feel like they were all young kickers too. Evan McPherson for the Bengals, Robbie Gould for the 49ers, not young. Oh, yeah, he OG. Um, Rams, Matt Gay. Uh, not, I mean, been, been in the league a couple years, but relatively young. Uh, and then Harrison Bucker and, uh, Tyler Bass. Harrison Bucker has been around a few years, but Tyler Bass is young. I believe yeah. second or third year. 
Buck is becoming an OG too. And yeah. also, like to add on to that, thank God that there weren't really any games that were kind of decided by like uh passing interference or or a bad penalty. Like whereas like these last two years, I feel like the playoffs have been ridden with like bad play calls deciding games and people penalty being upset yeah. about that. Yeah, like penalty yeah. calls, yeah. Facts. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I mean, it was it was great football. It is it's a beautiful thing when you can watch it and it comes down to what those guys do on the field. When when the, you let the talent do what the talent's supposed to do. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. So for real. Incredible to see. So I wanna ask what do you guys what are y'all like how do y'all see the next round playing out? Um, but I also want to tie it in with like, did any of y'all bet any money on these past games? I got you on both. Win or, or lose? I definitely lost. I haven't won. I, I'm on a drought, so it's, it's looking scary. I, I got you on both. I, I want to give a brief shout out, Cooper fucking Cup, the man, bro. Like just that. We can't we can't not talk about certain things, and we gotta talk about that. Cooper Cup's the fucking man. Um, shout out to him. Two huge catches on the last drive to win the game. Um, yes. I have not bet on the NFL playoffs at all, um, but I've called every game correctly besides last week's AFC games. Both of those I got wrong. I had the Bills and the Titans in the AFC championship, but I've called the NFC completely right so far. I had the Rams 49ers in the NFC championship game. I had Niners, Rams. Bills. I had the Niners being the Cowboys and the Packers. I had Bengals, but I did a funky parlay where I didn't follow my gut. And instead of doing the Bengals money line, I did, um, I think, uh, T. Higgins anytime touchdown, which didn't happen. And then I did uh, a Derrick Henry anytime touchdown, which did happen. And yeah, man. Yeah, you could have asked me about T. Higgins, so, you know. Yeah. I had him on yeah. my fantasy I, squad. <laughs> honestly, I was going based off, uh, like, uh, another, like, you know, we follow yeah, 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 yeah. another source for, like, gambling Twitter and shit. Like, they had, like, good percentage or reason why. Yeah, so I'm going to follow them, but yeah, I should follow them my heart. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. So, Eric, how about you? Like, gambling's new in New York. Did you gamble at all? I didn't gamble in any of the games. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, like, sometimes it's a little dicey for me when I gamble on games. It, I don't enjoy them as much sometimes. True. Cause it, that's it the only thing I hate element. about gambling. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's like, I don't want to be looking at my phone to see if I'm covering or, or, you know, like it, it, it becomes like a task to me. Like, you know, if you could, if you could kind of juggle that and it doesn't mess with your experience, more power to you. But like, for me, it's yeah. like, I, I, boys, I didn't balance. want to do it. I didn't want to do it, but I just had to check because we was talking about it. I won my parlay tonight just now. Oh, I had nice, the same nice. game parlay in the Warriors nice. game. Nice. 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 Um, nah, I didn't bet any money, but like now that you're mentioning it, maybe I might bet this weekend. Let's see. You know, because I do have some money in my fan duel account that's just sitting there. I'm deaf down to bet the Chiefs um to beat the Bengals. I just think there's no way that we don't – there's no way we're seeing the Bengals in the Super Bowl. That's the easiest way I can say it. There's no way we're seeing the Bengals. I think Chiefs and Rams. Rams. The Chiefs are a lock, I, and I and I said it last week. Before I even knew the schedule, I said it last week to my brother CJ. I said, I said, 
the Chiefs and the Bengals is going to be the first game on the slate because the Chiefs are going to win. And as long as the Chiefs win, they'll let the 49ers and Rams play it out. But if the Chiefs were to lose to the Bengals, then the Rams are definitely beating the 49ers on the other side. So That's the thing. But I think the Chiefs and the Rams will be the Super Bowl, but I'm rooting for the Bengals low-key. Like, I want to see the Bengals win. Yeah. I don't know. Something about it, like Cincinnati. I, mean, like, I, I, I like I, seeing new shit happen. I would like to see the Bengals win, there. too. That you would be a great saying? fucking story. Facts. But but I just think there's no way that's what we're they, seeing. They still they be... will get smoked, though, regardless. In the yeah. Super and, Bowl I mean, game. there's a storyline in play for whether it's Chiefs-Rams or Chiefs-Niners, right? Chiefs Niners is a rematch of the Super Bowl from two years ago, yeah. right? Um, and then Chiefs Rams, these have been two of the most prolific offensive teams in the last four years, five, four years ish, right? Since the, since the Rams got McVay and since uh, Mahomes took over as starter in Kansas City, and they had that incredible game. It was like fifty-one to what the fuck was that score? It was an incredible Monday night football game. Uh, not last year, but the year before. And of course that was with Jared Goff at quarterback. Um, but a ton of star power on both teams. Like to me, that's the game that. Yeah. And, and the Rams have recently a couple years ago, made it to the Super Bowl as well and lost. And lost to the Patriots. Yeah. Now you got, now you got Odell teaming up with Cooper cup and Odell looks rejuvenated when scoring touchdowns left and right, you know, like, I mean, that that adds a little dimension that we didn't have before. Um, yeah. Out, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the to the to the Chiefs though, because like I got to be honest with you, like there was a lot of people who basically doubted their ability to do what they did during the course of the season. Like you think about the beginning of the season, how people were like, it started oh, rough, rough. Like this is not the same team. Like uh, you know. Uh, Mahomes is not the same quarterback. Their offensive line was still having issues. Like they couldn't get uh, Tyreek Hill the ball. Um, like it was their run game wasn't doing anything, and like it was getting it was getting rough for a moment yeah. for them. So like for them to turn it around the way they did, and now they appear to be the Super Bowl favorites, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and they're doing it way different. Yeah, there was a part of me that felt early on that I was like, this might be just what they need, though, for them to be going through all these troubles now, because then it might be good on the opposite end towards the end of the year for them. Yeah. It might just start clicking all when they need it. Because to. you don't want to peak too I early. Felt that way, yeah. You don't want to peak way. too early. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I felt the same shit. It was, it was good that they had that little lull and, and there was doubt and they kind of had to reset and kind of figure it out, work through it. And now they're better because of it. Right. And then yeah. when they were struggling offensively, right. Their defenses started stepping up because they got a lot of guys back from injury. Um, they didn't have Chris Jones early in the year. Uh, and there was someone else that they didn't have earlier in the year. I don't know if it was injury, but they, they ended up getting a bunch more starters back on defense. And then the defense started winning them games. And now the offense caught up as we kind of knew would eventually happen, right? And and exactly. now they're clicking. So uh, I, I would say it was it was good for them. You you kind of need that. 
So, Eric, what, what what do you feel? What are your picks? Do you think, or how do you see this playing out this week? I think that we're going to see the 49ers and the Chiefs. I don't know why I've been riding with yeah. the 49ers the whole time. Um, not because I particularly love them, but I felt like they just have the right kind of chemistry going right now and belief. And the way they've been running the ball and just the way they've been playing as a team, like defensively, like like they just grinding these games out. Like and, and, and defensively on the opposite, like you could say the same thing, kind of like their defense started coming along right when they needed it towards the end to get to, so that they their defense didn't peak too early either. Like they had injuries and then they started getting guys back, same shit. Like so yeah, I mean, they're not the most spectacular team. They're not the Chiefs. Like, they don't look as or, – or the Rams. Like, they're not going to put up, you know, um, like these eye-popping numbers on a week-to-week basis. However, they do have players on their squad who can, you know, like um, – who can, who can give you that same type of electricity, but they just do it differently. You know, they yeah. just do it differently. You know, so um, and it's they gotta let me say what you want. You know, Shanahan is a really good coach. He's an offensive genius, and that's why it's kind of crazy that you you know uh, you say like, oh, they you know you don't think of their offense the same way, right. but like, and and I think a lot of that goes back to like uh, maybe quarterback play, right? They don't have that quarterback. You give Shanahan that quarterback that's on par, like. The, the upgrade, like the Rams were good before, right? McVay was good. You know, I think McVay's uh, great, you know. Uh, but the upgrade from Goff to Stafford, I thought was huge, right? I thought Stafford 1,000% gives them something Goff couldn't, right? You can design a great offense, right? And it can be a successful offense, but that doesn't mean you're maxing out its potential. Right. Right. And I think Stafford definitely getting Stafford went a long way in getting closer to that offense's max potential than someone like Goff. Right. So now you got Jimmy G for the 49ers. Now you give him a better quarterback. Who knows if that's Trey Lance in the future? You know, um, we saw him play a little during the season, but you give that offense a better quarterback, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, like they got guys who, you know, are talented offensively. And they got a great guy behind the play calls, designing the offense. And so I I think I think because of who their quarterback is, they gotta play more ball control offense and not try to just outscore other teams. But you give them you give them a better quarterback, and I think we we could be talking about them the same way as we're talking about the other two offenses. That's a fair point. That's yeah. a fair point. And then they got guys like Brandon, Brandon Ayuk on, on that team who yeah. are talented also. like And and young and, yeah, just getting better. Uh, Elijah Mitchell had a great year in, in, stead of, yeah. in place of Raheem Mostert, you know, um, who got hurt early in the year. So, you know, they got they got Juice Check, you know, at fullback. He, he's talented. Right. So, right. I mean, no, nah, but they, they that's definitely got guys. That's a fair point. Yeah, I think um, – it's yeah, I don't like I one of my close friends, uh Randy, happens to be a Cowboys fan. And like 
he he was like so adamant that they were going to beat the 49ers and the 49ers are like overrated and this, that, and the third, you'll see it. I'm like, bro, like that is the type of team that has the rep, the recipe for basically beating you. Yeah. I was adamant. I was adamant the opposite way. I was adamant that the 49ers were going to beat the Cowboys. If there was any underdog, cause I, I, I was all favorites in the wild card round, but if there was any uh, except for that game, if there was any underdog, I was on that wave. Definitely, it was the 49ers. Like, yeah. the Niners for sure. I was like, they they have to. But then there was a side of me too, like when you get into like gambling, just to tie it into gambling again, like Twitter gambling and all that. I seen them like a lot of people um pushing uh at least the spread on cowboys like minus three minus three so i was like damn i was like so torn but my heart said the niners were gonna win like i i I felt like go with them as the underdog if any team and 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 also the Bengals. but i felt like Bengals and um raiders were definitely a more of a toss-up like you know oh yeah 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 that that was that was a toss-up but i i did like the Bengals slightly but I could see, you know, that one going either way. Um, uh, but back to the like the Rams Niners, like I could definitely see people putting money on the Niners to upset the Rams. Like I might even put a little money on that, you know, just because the, you know you can make more if you you bet on the the underdog to, you know. So I, I might look into that because I don't think I, I definitely think they have a chance. And you're dealing with two teams that are in the same division, and they'll be seeing each other for the third time this year, like it's, you know, division games are a different beast. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot either way. And there's a lot of pressure. I feel like more pressure on the Rams to win this game just because they went all in. They traded for, for, for Stafford. They traded for Odell. Uh, They Mm -hmm. traded for Von Miller. They've been trading first round picks for years. They've been all in. Their window is closing soon. You know, if they can't get it done. For certain. For certain. Yeah. So I, I agree. There is a lot of pressure on the Rams. Uh they will be at home though. And if they win, then they're hosting the Super Bowl, which is crazy. Super so, crazy. We'll see. And it, it it could be the second year in a row. Mm. It could be the second year in a row that uh a, a team in the Super Bowl is hosting it. Oh, I was gonna say I know they definitely want to do that. Yeah. And um, I was gonna also say this might be the uh, biggest underdog odds the Niners have this postseason. What is it? Oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just assuming. Oh, okay. With because of the matchup, you know. But uh, yeah. So people are definitely gonna be in, intrigued by that and enticed to bet heavy on them. Just in it's, case. it's three and a half points. Three and a half points spread. Not crazy. No, how about how about money line wise? Plus, plus one forty eight. One forty eight. Plus one forty eight. Yeah. Damn. So last game, then they were plus two hundred against the Packers. Oh yeah, I, I would definitely see people yeah. going definitely uh, heavy on the Packers, but again, the 49ers dominate the Packers in the postseason. Like, and, that, I I never had faith in the Packers. Once can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Okay. All right. I, so I had a question. Like, <clears throat> you guys brought up, excuse me, you brought up the the Packers. A, a big topic of conversation, obviously, is the fact that Aaron Rodgers um, didn't make it to the NFC Championship game like most people thought they would. 
They end up losing to the 49ers, right? Again. <laughs> they had a great regular season. Again. Again. Um, so like I see like this wide range of like how people are kind of judging him. Obviously, it's very fashionable to make fun of Aaron Rodgers because of the whole vaccination status thing and him being vocal about that. And, you know, so like some people, depending on what side you're on, like are, are taking joy in seeing him fail in that regard. Then you have people who just hate the Packers and just hate him because they feel like he's a dick and, and stuff and arrogant. So like, how do what do you how do you weigh and and view his time um in green bay if it's come to an end and stuff like um hamilton a friend of ours called him a choker right and uh because he's only made it to one super bowl and i i wouldn't call him a choker but i would say that he definitely underwhelmed expectation wise when it comes to delivering super bowls right delivering championships um to green bay as a career as a player hell no like aaron Rodgers is the man like aaron Rodgers is nice like there's no doubt in my mind like i don't think he underwhelmed in that aspect but uh i don't know if it was you that actually made the point eric but he had mccarthy for way too long and uh someone made the point in our group chat and yeah and i just think the team didn't do enough how is how since jordy nelson is gone has Devontae Adams been the only receiver there in Green Bay? How have they not had a a consistent defense until this year? Their defense played really well. Um, But until this year, how have they not been able to put together consistent defense? Um, It's just, I I don't think uh, they did enough for him uh, to put those pieces around him, really. And, uh, it, it, the NFC is tough. Like it's yeah. So and, I, and he had a couple injury like riddled years. Yeah, Torres uh co- broke his collarbone a couple. I don't know if it was a couple times, but I broke his collarbone um at some point. That was at the he end of the season the too, right? Huh? That was at the end of the season too, right? We broke the collarbone. I think he broke the collarbone. He might have done it twice, bro. Like I feel right. like he he broke his collarbone. And then came back at the end of the year against the Bears in prime time um, a oh, couple like, years ago. Right. And then there was, uh, I don't know if that was when he broke the collarbone against the Vikings. I remember early in the year he broke his collarbone against the Vikings on like an Anthony Barr sack or something. Um, right. I, I I don't know, but he's, yeah, he's dealt with injury too. Yeah, And then um, you can't like, uh, like you can't predict like guys like Russell Wilson coming out of nowhere and making runs and and yeah potentially and, and stopping the seahawks putting together one of the how many times defenses. the seahawks made it to the super bowl and like that span of time where it was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers' time it was supposed to be rogers versus breeze yeah you know and over and over we saw yeah you know the seahawks came out of nowhere um the falcons atlanta i was gonna say atlanta made a couple runs. Um, the falcons made, made a run where we beat green bay you know uh uh, the Giants, Eli, Eli twice. Yeah. Um, so does does Aaron Rodgers become the new Peyton Manning? Does he go to another team and and adds on to his Super Bowl resume somewhere else? And then do we look at him? He might have to. Yeah, that that's a good answer. He might have to. He might have to. Yeah, hundred um, percent. 
I, I that's that's a great comparison. Um, yeah, I, I think he, he, I think he definitely has to. Uh, now, if he goes to the AFC, because most people have predicted like the Broncos, and the Broncos actually just hired his offensive coordinator to be their head coach. And I, I think that's a power play. Whether Rodgers goes there or not, that's a power play by the Broncos. Shout out to the but, Broncos. That's, that's like we trying to get him. We trying to get our guy. Gotta be crazy because they're definitely they're doing the Peyton Man. Yeah, yeah. 2.0. But look at um Ben Rotlisberger just retired today. And remember that whole thing with Mike Tomlin and him. Oh yeah, they real recognize real. Remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real so, recognize real. That could be an opportunity there. That that's an incredible AFC. opportunity. But the AFC, like we mentioned, the gauntlet is tough. It won't be tough. You got so these is young that the dogs. right decision? Do you want to go up against these young dogs? Is it the right decision to go to the AFC or just relocate in the NFC where it might be an easier path? Um, if Brady retires, the Bucks job kind of opens up all of a sudden. Ooh, that's Come on, like there's crazy. opportunity there, right? But the Bucks job opens up, but you won't probably be having Chris Godwin. Let's say he doesn't come back. I mean, because if you're throwing money at Rodgers, you're losing. You're probably not able to keep Godwin. And, and you're, not, you're not getting Gronk to come back. He's only going to come back with Brady, I would imagine, right? They're kind of tied at the hip. AB still um, in New York. Yes, AB is. AB been in New York for like a month. Yeah, so like <laughs> the studio I, with Fabio. I wonder what team it is in the NFC. If it's not the AFC, what team do you think is the best candidate in the NFC? This is okay. Hard. When you say best candidate, do you mean like realistic options to get? Oh, let's say or realistic, not not oh, what okay. you would like to see. Yo, because I just thought of a fantasy scenario where Russell Wilson leaves and then fucking Rogers goes to the Seahawks and shit. Like, I mean, quarterbacks could be on the move this year, man. But I would think um, a good place for him to go, uh, where it's kind of realistic. I could think of like New Orleans. No, eh, Sean Payton's leaving. Sean Depends Payton. on who the coach would be. But but if they could keep Michael Thomas and Kamara, like Rodgers would be crazy. I can't picture him in New Orleans at all, though. Um, Is Michael Thomas gonna be Michael Thomas again? I think so, man. Like I, when, it's easy to downplay a, a person when you don't see him. But like, come, like yeah, like he gonna be, yeah. he gonna be solid enough maybe he's not the top receiver in the league but i never really put him there um top five though and easily top 10 can can he go to the 49ers yes 100 percent. that's where it is that's the answer that's the answer that's the best answer i'm glad you said it because i was blanking on team that would be the the guy that you said shanahan needs to that's the answer that's the fucking answer also it's worth noting that matt lafleur and Shanahan and work together. all work together, so there is a connection there. Yeah, and you know it's like was it uh was it six degrees of uh separation of, of separation kind of. Yeah. So, uh, Matt Lafleur's, I believe Matt Lafleur's brother works in San Fran right now too. Okay. I, I believe he's a coordinator in San Fran. Um. There's, there's, there's connections there. That's his hometown, right? right. Going back to Cali. Man, um, look at that. It's true. I, that's the place. 
That's the place. This is that where is- I he might just be signing there this offseason, guys. I think that's a great no sources, spot, just us. But I feel like I feel like this about Rogers. Like, I think it's fair to criticize him for maybe not getting to more than one Super Bowl, right? But the like you mentioned, like there's a ton of parity in the NFC for as long as he's been a quarterback in the NFC. And I feel like we can't sit here and kind of just dismiss the fact that every year this dude, as long as he's healthy, it doesn't matter the roster he has. Like he's had rosters that he's brought to the playoffs that had no business being there. Like you mentioned, like he's had defenses that weren't really that great at all. He's had incomplete offenses that didn't really have running games. And he had patchwork, like receiving cores. And like it's how great he is that he was able to kind of pull shit out his ass and then end up appearing in the NFC championship game year after year. How many quarterbacks can make it happen when every team knows that Devontae Adams is your only really talented receiver, and he's still hitting Devontae in windows that no, almost nobody could hit him in, double coverage, and he's throwing 15 touchdowns to him every year. Like, that's, like you know what's coming. Like I feel like, yo, and that's why I feel like I totally disagree with, with Hamilton's assessment about him calling this big show cars, because I feel like, yo, like that kind of narrative is just very knee jerk reaction. It's also it's also a narrative that's kind of built on what we've been spoiled by watching in Brady. Like there is one Brady. Like Brady is the he is by all accounts the GOAT. It's kind of hard to argue against that. From a statistical standpoint, he has the longevity, he has the numbers, he has the rings. Patrick Mahomes, maybe one day is gonna have something to say about that. But you know, it's 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 gonna be a long time until we see somebody approach his success. So it's like it's unfair to kind of compare Rodgers to Brady. You know, Rodgers never had the stability in Green Bay that Brady had in New England all those years. He never had the coach who was as good. He's never had the you know the the organization. Yeah, so like. Um, I really feel there's a potential for Rodgers to go to another team and we could see a Peyton Manning situation. But also, if you want to go further back, we could talk about John Elway. Now, John Elway didn't switch teams, but John Elway was always regarded as if not the best quarterback in the NFL. Right there, top three, top five, year in, year out. He was considered a Hall of Famer, just like Rodgers is expected to be if his career ended tomorrow. But the, his, the knock on him was that he couldn't win the big one. You know, he could, he he would choke in the playoffs. I mean, you think about Marino. Marino is another guy who had all the records. I, I believe his first year was the only year he ever made the Super Bowl. He lost, and he never got back there ever again in his career. So it's like, you know, like I feel like we do this in the in the in the uh, especially in. Um, in the era that we live in now where it's like debate shows and, and it's like, yeah. like we, we build these narratives about these guys and it's, and just kill them and stuff. But it's like, you, there's only one winner every year in team sports. So it's like, somebody's going to catch an L doesn't mean they didn't have a great season. Yeah. yeah. That's why you just got to respect great talent. Like you got to be at a certain level of talent to even compete. 
at these stages and and to be consistent in showing that you can get your team to playoffs or anything like that is all respectable shit at the end of the day you know what i'm saying now a fucking guy who's fucking just a bum and has like three wins for his host career like that's different <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like literally three wins and like I thought, I thought you was gonna name someone. That's why I started nah, laughing. Nah, I thought nah, I thought nah, we were nah. talking about Daniel it. Jones again. Nah. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. That that guy. <laughs> that guy. But yeah, man. Yeah. So all right, cool, man. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Like playoffs is crazy. Football is crazy. Sports is crazy. Life is crazy. The metaverse is crazy. But um <laughs> This this was a great fucking vibe, man. Like just us linking up, us doing this shit. Like happy we did it. This the outro. You know what I'm saying? Like I could just end every show when I want by just typing that out, just cutting you off mid conversation. Like no, we wrapping this, up. This new setup from us being remote and not being able to be together like i'm loving it you know what i'm saying like this yeah. might be what we're going forward with for majority of our podcasts i'm, I'm gonna end this by saying it's your boy faking no moves at faking no moves on instagram you know what i'm saying twitter um playstation network you know Damn. <laughs> That's your boy I'm about to meet people in the metaverse <laughs> it's gonna be my metaverse, metaverse. Name. It's gonna be it's gonna be everything. You looking for me, just type faking almost. Okay, okay. <laughs> y'all sign out on y'all names and, and, and y'all social. Working genius at working genius, just like you see it there on the screen on Instagram, on YouTube. That's pretty much it. And I'm Eric BNYC, same handle on Instagram and Twitter. You know, keep it consistent. Facts. Yo, no politics. We just had that quarter water talk. Peace. <laughs>